0: 7 a.m. on the West Coast, 10 a.m. on the East Coast, 3 p.m. in London. In New South Wales and Sydney, it is 12 midnight. And in Malaysia, it's 1971. I'm Jay Sheldon, and I'm not wearing pants. (laughs) Ah, man. What a day, what a day, what a day. There's something under my desk annoying me. I don't know what it is. Okay. Um, we're back, we're live. Hello, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch.tv, wherever you may be watching the show. Thank you for uh, coming along for the ride. We got a lot to talk about tonight. It is a Monday. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, Monday. Um, I'm, I'm growing my goatee back in so it's still there but it's i don't know you can kind of see it it gets a lot of white hair peppered in there <laughs> oh man uh yeah not a lot uh, happened because we're all still under house arrest here in malaysia so you know you can't go anywhere you can't do anything um miko is desperately in need of a visit to the dog park but that ain't gonna happen anytime soon And they've just uh, extended the FMCO for, what, another two weeks? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) Oh, when will you ever learn? Um, Likely never. All right. Um, we have, like I said, we got a lot going on tonight, but we do want to do all of our usual reminders. Thanks to streambeats.com for the music for the show. Uh, they don't pay to be a mention, but they do such a great job. Great service. We want to say hi. Time uncertain. Long time. No see for you too. Hello there. It has been a while. My goodness. All right. Nice to have you uh, riding along here. And, uh, We've got uh, StreamBeats.com where you can find free copyright strike-free music for all your streaming, YouTube, Facebook, whatever you stream. Check it out if you are a streamer. Some really, really good stuff. We've been using the more mellow tracks lately. I usually use the rock stuff, but there's EDM, dance, uh, all kinds of stuff on there. StreamBeats.com. Also, of course, for those of you listening on the podcast after the show is live, thank you very much and thank you for your subscribes and your downloads you have been fantastic <laughs> our uh... Our numbers are up. I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. Uh, It means a lot. And again, you will find us on a whole variety of uh, different places, wherever you get your podcast from. It's the audio-only portion of the show. You don't get the video. If you want that, you can go to rumble.com. I'm not wearing pants. Just sign up for a free account. Subscribe there, please. It's free, and it really helps me out a lot. So if you want to watch the video, and you're watching. You're listening to the podcast now. Just go to Rumble.com. I'm not wearing pants. Um, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Stitcher, TuneIn. Another one we just added. We're on TuneIn now. So yeah, please, please uh, subscribe. Downloads are are going great. We, it's so cool to see all the different places, all the different countries you guys are listening in from. It's fantastic. If you'd like to get in touch, you want to make show suggestions, you want to make comments, we always love to hear from you. I read all of your emails. I reply, everybody. Uh, the email, there it is, just going by right now. pants at sheldon.com is where you'll be able to email directly to me. And if you want to know where you can find our replays of our video streams, this show live, but replay or our podcasts, or if you want to help out on Patreon, there it is. Link, linktree slash J Sheldon. There's a whole bunch of links of everything. My Patreon account is there. If you want to help support the show, uh, all my live, my podcasts, they're, they're, <clears throat> they're all there in one place. It's the easiest thing to put up there because that way you just have to go to one address Linktree slash J Sheldon check it out all right so let's get on and into some of the crap we want to talk about today and trust me there's a lot of it um, including something that's been going on here I actually bought one I ate it and my review of it would be who cares but apparently a bunch of locust pocus hey welcome hi gotta just want to say hi and a tip of the hat to uh, Another one of our viewers out there. Thank you, Lucas. Um, anyway, it's this crap. McDonald's has done this mm, BTS meal, and people I saw on my Facebook um, were actually getting the bag and the 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 box and the drink cup and all the crap that comes with. I mean, there's not that much crap, and. Washing it all and cleaning it and then selling it for some ridiculous price. You can find them on eBay, and people actually buy this crap. What are you stupid? Seriously. And here's the thing: the BTS meal in Malaysia, anyway, it's basically chicken nuggets and some fries and oh, a Fanta because it's purple because that's the BTS color. Yeah. So basically, you're I don't know you're paying extra for it. No, I think it's just a promotion. It's just a way to get you to buy food. And, well, much as I think it's stupid and you're an idiot for buying it, good on you, McDonald's. You did it again. You're selling a lot of nuggets. Now, I think in other countries, what makes up the BTS meal is different. Um, I'm pretty sure. But anyway, check this out. <laughs> and I've seen this for not just Indonesia, uh, Thailand, Thailand. Vietnam, Korea—I think Korea. I'm not sure. I haven't. Did I see Korea? Anyway, Indonesia has asked McDonald's. Actually, it says they told McDonald's branches to shut down after a large influx of BTS meal orders. And check out this picture. These are what I guess is uh, Oh Gojek, which is the kind of the grab of Indonesia. Look at this. Look at these delivery guys all lined up and these are all for the for the BTS meal. It's insane. The collaboration between global fast food franchise McDonald's with South Korean superstars BTS, one of the most successful crossovers worldwide as many of us Malaysians can attest. I'm telling you. Uh, the long queues in Malaysia for McDonald's BTS meal nothing in comparison to the reception Stampines are dangerous, <laughs> says Locus. <laughs> You're right. Nothing compared to the reception in Indonesia. Uh, McDonald's and in Indonesia have been receiving an overwhelming response, so much so the branches were forced to shut down by authorities for the fear that the branches would become COVID 19 hotspots. Uh, the BBC reported the branches were so swamped with BTS fans, they had to close. Look at that. Look at this. This is insane. Some sort of uh, emergency public order where they, they shut the branches down because there were just too many people apparently ordering the meal. It's chicken nuggets, fries, and a Fanta. Please, don't get your liver in a quiver or your tootie in a booty over <sighs> and, you know, whatever. It's marketing. So good job to McDonald's. For those of you who fell for it, well, no, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, some good news. We got all kinds of stuff tonight. We got stupid news. We got good news. We got bad news. We got idiot news. The usual, you know, we cover it all. I find this crap on my net searching and Facebook and wherever else I may find it, World of Buzz. And... Uh, I just think, hey, that's cool. We'd like to share that. Uh, Locus says, all that crowding for some chicken nuggets. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly right. Yes. All that all that for some chicken nuggets, basically. Check this out. Congratulations and a big woo-hoo. Yes. Fifth to champion, Malaysian racer makes a decisive cut on the last lap and wins moto three race one our very own uh, malaysian there and uh this is from uh well it's been covered on just about every news outlet in the country but this particular story comes from the folks at world of buzz when i hat tip them and thank them for their coverage look at that there they are there's the guy right there zooming around a track with the victory uh crossing the finish line um Malaysians, we expect, are especially proud of our fellow citizens who've accomplished feats, be it big or small, and this time around we are celebrating, I will not get this name right, and I apologize, I'm not good with these names, Sharifuddin Osman. Sharifuddin Osman's victory as he won race one of Moto3 with a fantastic cut. Uh, 2001, yes, big round of applause. He, he, uh, and he's known as Damoc, uh, participated in the 2021 FIM CEV Moto3 Junior World Champion on June 13th. So just uh, yesterday, Osman started off the 10th box at the Catalunya Cataluna Circuit in Barcelona, Spain, progressively climbed up in ranks as the race went by. There he is in the circle there. And when it was the last lap nearing the finish line, he made a final push, and Osman had turned out to be a very good decision for him. He rounded the corner, went full on, the others were playing it safe, and with that, he soared from fifth to first place, just like that. Managed to hold out till the uh, lead until the very end, and uh, that is absolutely... There's just a... Uh, I'm sorry, there's no audio, I don't think, but... um. Look at that! Incredible. This is from uh, Team Malaysia on Facebook. Wow. They're uh, they're calling the race here in the background. <laughs> that is insane. Look at that. Damn! There he goes. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, what a race. What a victory. That is insane. Wow. Congratulations again to our, uh, our very uh, own. <laughs> Fantastic. Sharifuddin Osman. What a great time to attend a great stream on a great day from a great streamer. Mohaned! hey, hello, welcome. It is indeed great to be great at the greatest, great, grand, grade, great, great, great. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Okay, thanks. You are insane. Oh, my God. All right. Um, you know, I don't think I can share this because it was not shared in a public group. The names have been all blacked out. But there's some identifying features on the side of this. And so I don't want to put the whole thing up online, but I I will read you what this says. It was a post in a in a, in a group. And as you know, you can see the little rainbow behind me. Uh, June is Pride Month and uh, lots of corporations, you know, suddenly become all rainbow this month even though 11 months out of the year, they couldn't give a crap less for the most part. But anyway, someone posted this, and uh, it says, concerning uh, Pride Month, how come you support Pride celebration? Are you gay? And the answer was, ha, celebrating Pride Month doesn't mean I need to be gay so I can celebrate. I posted the picture for Pride Month because it's From the values I uphold, I hold on to the values of acceptance, respect, and non-judgmental to all people of all backgrounds. You do you. All races, all genders, and all sexual orientations. Cool. And uh, I thought that answer was really good. Really, really good. Um, Well said. And... um, Someone said uh, they. I saw an article, something about uh, somebody wanted to have a straight Pride Month, and the answer was, "Be happy, you don't need one." I thought that was kind of a short, sweet way to, to say it. Um, yeah, Mohaned, welcome to the stream. Thanks very much for uh, for stopping in. Some interesting news, also by the way. Hat tip to World of Buzz once again. Um, they cover the, the, the coolest stories on here. This one, actually, it's kind of upsetting. But uh, I wanted to at least share this because it just came out today. Um, Deep Sea Explorer, the guy who found the Titanic, basically, offered to search for MH370, but was rejected. It's a very interesting story. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but do take some time. Go over to worldofbuzz.com. And check this out. Just search for the story. You'll find it. I think it's one of their news headlines. Um, but the guy, uh, renowned ocean explorer Bob Ballard, says he would be on board to search for the Malay Engine Airlines flight MH370. If you don't know, and I don't know how you couldn't, it was and has been world news for, like, forever. Um, it went missing back in 2014. So, what, uh, six, seven, seven-plus years ago in March? um he said he'd be uh be on board if he ever got the chance and he said in fact that uh, he his he's best known for his 1985 discovery of the titanic shipwreck um said his offer of help to look for mh370 was turned down by authorities that were leading the search at the time after the plane vanished about seven over years ago um, i was first on the phone call to australia who was really controlling the shots there uh, even if they didn't use my assets in the search, I know how to find things. Maybe I could help walk through the logic of it all. But they said they didn't need me. So, um, yeah, I don't know what the thinking was behind that, but uh, some guy who was able to actually locate the, uh, the Titanic, hmm. I would think you'd want him on board to help you find uh, find 370. Wow. That's kind of sad. All right, we can't stick on the sad stuff. Yeah, time uncertain, you're right. The headline alone is a major smack in the face. Yeah, sadly, you are correct. All right, you know Dragon Boat Festival? It's right now today. In fact, there's only about a couple of hours left of Dragon Boat Festival, unless you're in the U.S., and then it's still like 10 o'clock in the morning, so you got the whole day to celebrate. It is also known as... Dumpling Festival, because, of course, you can't have a festival if you don't have food, especially if you're in Malaysia. I mean, almost anywhere in Asia, but Malaysia in particular, I know, after 20 years here. So, yeah, indeed. Um, We celebrate Dragon Boat Day or Dumpling Festival Day, Duan Wuji, with uh, eating dumplings. And these are good. This is like sticky rice, and there's some... um, Chestnuts, peanuts, things like that in there. It's just so yummy. If you've never had these kind of um, these kind of dumplings before, do check them out. I would guess maybe if you're in the U.S., the U.K., or New Zealand. I know we've got uh, audience also in Australia. Um, maybe an Asian food market. You know, one of those specialty little mom and pop kim's convenience sort of things by the way kim's convenience is back in its final season i'm not finished watching so no don't give me any spoilers in the chat but uh, i am i'm i'm almost towards the last episode so i think i've got two or three more to go so it's great this last season has been really nice it's uh, it's returned to the fun that was uh that was um kim's convenience but uh if you don't know i won't bore you to death with this but i'll just give you a little bit of background. Uh, the Dragon Boat Festival is um, a Chinese holiday that occurs on the fifth day of the fifth month of the traditional Chinese calendar. Uh, the Chinese calendar is lunisolar, so the date changes year to year based on the Gregorian calendar. Um, so this year it is today, June fourteenth. Um, it's called the Dragon Boat Festival. Uh, Some refer to this as the Double Fifth Festival. Uh, Duan Wu Wu is uh, in Mandarin, which literally means starting or opening horse. I don't know. Horse day, I suppose. Um, In Cantonese, it's Ying Jit. Oh, no, I said that wrong. Tuan Jit. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> My Cantonese. Uh, yeah. uh, let's see. Uh, this fifth lunar month considered an unlucky month. I didn't realize that. People believe that natural disasters and illnesses are common in the fifth month. And to get rid of the misfortune, people would put calamus, artem- artemisia, and pomegranate flowers... Uh, and also sometimes uh, garlic above the door on the fifth day of the fifth month, and finally the the big story that is associated with this is um, it commemorates the death of the poet and minister Ku 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 Wan of the ancient state of Chu, um, and uh, it said the local people who admired him. Uh, raced out, he, in, despair, he, um, in despair, he died by suicide by drowning himself, and the local people raced out to save him, or at least retrieve his body. Said to have been the origin of dragon boat races. When his body couldn't be found, they dropped balls of sticky rice, you know, the dumplings, into the river, so the fish would eat them instead of q body. And that is said to be the origin of Zongzi. So, there you go. All right, enough of that. Uh, Well, not quite enough of that. I I I do want to show you one thing. This is very cool. Check this out. Here we go. Okay, this is Google, right? Watch. Dragon Boat Festival. Watch. There you go. Look at that. How cool is that? Look at the dragon boats. And the oars and a couple of uh, couple of packets of rice falling down. Very cool. If you type that Dragon Boat Festival into Google, that uh, that happens. You know, there's a lot of bad things to say about Google, but they do do some kind of cool stuff once in a while when it comes to some holidays. <laughs> All right, uh, one or two more things to go. Uh, one one bit of social commentary and then. A really good piece of news. And then we're going to move on into The Little Prince because, you know, every show, by the way, in case you missed it, we, um, we read books on this sh- uh, show. And we are currently doing The Little Prince. We've done uh, The Wizard of Oz. We did The uh, Velveteen Rabbit. We did Alice in Wonderland. And um, we are now doing The Little Prince. We just finished Peter Pan, so every show at the end of the last 20 minutes or so of the the show, we always wind up reading a few chapters in a classic book. The Little Prince has been fascinating so far. So we'll continue with that in just a bit. But um, here's a little bit of social commentary that I found I liked a lot. If you should ever find yourself the victims of other people's bitterness, smallness, or insecurities, remember... Things could be worse. You could be them. <laughs> yeah. Well put. Very well put. <laughs> All right. Uh, Tom Brown is a guy uh, who is a retired engineer. Now, strangely enough, I grew up with a guy named Tom Brown in Cornwall, Connecticut, my hometown. Um, <laughs> this is not the same guy. Uh no, I, Tom's not this old. Tom's old but not this old. But uh, check this out, it's from Bugged Space Page on uh, on Facebook. We want to say hey and a tip of the hat to the Bugged Space Page on uh, on Facebook. Yeah, good one, right, Locus? Look at this. Check this out. Tom Brown, a retired engineer, has saved around 1200 types of apples from extinction over 25 years. And if you're watching on the video, rumble.com slash I'm not wearing pants. uh, There's a table with Tom Brown standing behind it with all these apples. And these are varieties of apples that would have gone extinct were it not for this man saving them. I assume he saved the seeds and then planted them, and that is, yeah, huge, hearty hi-ho. Uh, there's not much to the story here. That's just it, just kind of a, a headline. But um, I assume that maybe there is a story out there somewhere if you want to do a net search for it. Tom Brown, retired engineer, uh, saved uh, 1,200 different types of apples from going extinct over the past 25 years, and an amazing picture of all the different, kinds of apples that Tom has done. Not not need to spend a whole lot of time on it, but just wanted to give Tom Brown a tip of the hat because that is an amazing accomplishment. Um we all know about the seed vault which is somewhere buried in the ice and you know around the Arctic Circle or something. Um so they got like all kinds of seeds from all kinds of places there. Um yeah, it's uh it's an amazing accomplishment and a, a a random act of goodness that I wanted to uh wanted to share with you tonight. All right. Oh, I got one more thing I completely forgot to mention this and I'm surprised nobody did picked it up. Check this out. Just got this today, by the way, no this is not Miko merchandise, although I'm seriously thinking about incorporating something like this into my Miko merchandise no pants uh Store, you go to Twitch.tv and check uh, J. Sheldon. I'm not wearing pants, or J. Sheldon no pants, and then you'll see merch in the About section. Go there, order what you can. Just buy something, all right? There's Miko merchandise. We featured it the other night on the show, but I ordered this online and it just came today. A little dabbing uh, Miko. This is not Miko. This is just a shiba inu but how cool is that huh there it's a dabbing shiba inu mm. <laughs> oh man yeah i i had to when i saw that i had to i i had to buy it so it was um it was not that expensive either it was pretty cool so i'm i'm seriously thinking about designing something like this for i'm not wearing pants stay tuned check out the store in the next few days you might see it check it out (laughs) all right oh man let's uh let's move on and up and out and around uh before we do that we'll remind you once again rumble.com slash i'm not wearing pants please subscribe to our channel over there you can watch all the videos All 74 episodes. This is our 74th episode we've done of this silly show. And uh, we've got hundreds and hundreds of followers on our podcast now from iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Radio Pub, all the different places you listen to your podcast. We're getting hundreds of downloads every week, which is fantastic. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe. Add it to your favorites list. You'll get notified when we put a new one up. And, of course, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitch.tv, where you'll find our live stream Monday, Wednesdays, Saturdays, just like tonight, every night of the week. This is our 74th show. If you want to help support the show, please, patreon.com slash Sheldon. You can find a way to donate there. We offer a rather special uh, bonus for a second-tier level Subscription. Check it out. It has to do with me voicing your script. (laughs) Yeah, check it out on Patreon. All right, guys. uh, It is time to move on and up and into the good folks at The Little Prince. Um, We have been through eight chapters so far. Nice! We've got uh, eight chapters. And um, we're going to move on into... Chapter 9, and let's, there we go. We have to get our picture up there, right? All right, we've actually managed to get now the, the, the illustrations from the book, which will come up as they come up in the book. So here we go, Chapter 9. The Little Prince Leaves His Planet. I believe that for his escape, he took advantage of the migration of a flock of wild birds, On the morning of his departure, he put his planet in perfect order. He carefully cleaned out his active volcanoes. He possessed two active volcanoes, and they were very convenient for heating his breakfast in the morning. He also had one volcano that was extinct. But as he said, one never knows. So he cleaned out the extinct volcano too. If they are well cleaned out, volcanoes burn slowly and steadily without any eruptions. Volcanic eruptions are like fires in a chimney. On our earth, we are obviously much too small to clean out our volcanoes. That's why they bring no end of trouble upon us. There's the picture. The little prince also pulled up with a certain sense of dejection. The last little shoots of the baobabs. He believed that he would never want to return. But on that last morning, all these familiar tasks seemed very precious to him. And when he watered the flower for the last time and prepared to place her under the shelter of her glass globe, he realized that he was very close to tears. Goodbye, he said to the flower but she made no answer. Goodbye, he said again. The flower coughed, but it was not because she had a cold. I have been silly, she said to him. At last, I ask your forgiveness. Try to be happy. He was surprised by this absence of reproaches. He stood there all bewildered. The glass globe held a rest in midair. HE DID NOT UNDERSTAND THIS QUIET SWEETNESS. "'Of course I love you,' the flower said to him. "'It is my fault that you have not known it all the while. "'That's of no importance, but you, you, have been just as foolish as I. "'Try to be happy. "'Let the glass globe be. "'I don't want it any more.' But the wind, my cold, is not so bad as all that. The cool night air will do me good. I am a flower. But the animals, well, I must endure the presence of two or three caterpillars if I wish to become acquainted with the butterflies. It seems that they are very beautiful. And if not the butterflies and the caterpillars, who will call upon me? You will be far away. As for the large animals, I am not afraid of any of them. I have my claws. And she showed her four thorns. Then she added, Don't linger like this. You have decided to go away. Now go. For she did not want him to see her crying. She was such a proud flower. Chapter 10, The Little Prince Visits the King. He found himself in the neighborhood of the asteroids 325, 326, 327, 328, 329, and 330. He began, therefore, by visiting them in order to add to his knowledge. The first of them was inhabited by a king clad in royal purple and ermine he was seated upon a throne which was at the time both simple and majestic ah here is a subject claimed the king when he saw the little prince coming and the little prince asked himself how could he recognize me when he's never seen me before he did not know how the world is simplified for kings "'To them, all manner subjects. "'Approach that I may see you better,' said the king, "'who fell consumingly proud of being at last a king over somebody. "'The little prince looked everywhere to find a place to sit down, "'but the entire planet was crammed and obstructed "'by the king's magnificent ermine robe. "'So he remained silent, standing upright, "'and, since he was tired,' He yawned. It is contrary to etiquette to yawn in the presence of a king, the monarch said to him. I forbid you to do so. I can't help it. I can't stop myself, replied the little prince, thoroughly embarrassed. I've come on a long journey, and I've had no sleep. Ah, then, the king said, I order you to yawn. "'It is years since I have seen anyone yawning. "'Yawns to me are objects of curiosity. "'Come on now, yawn again. "'It is an order.' "'That frightens me. "'I, I cannot any more. murmured the little prince, "'now completely abashed. "'Hm, hmm,' replied the king. "'Then I, uh, I order you to sometimes yawn,' And sometimes, too, he sputtered a little and seemed vexed. For what the king fundamentally insisted upon was that his authority should be respected. He tolerated no disobedience. He was an absolute monarch. But because he was a very good man, he made his orders reasonable. If I ordered a general, he would say, by way of example, if I ordered a general to change himself into a seabird, and if the general did not obey me, that would not be the fault of the general. It would be my fault. May I sit down? came now a timid inquiry from the little prince. I order you to do so. The king answered him, and majestically gathered in the folds of his ermine mantle. But the little prince was wondering, the planet was tiny. Over what could this king really rule? Sire, he said to him, I I beg that you will excuse my asking a question. I order you to ask me a question, the king hastened to reassure him. Asire, over what do you rule?' "'Over everything,' said the king with magnificent simplicity. "'Over everything.' "'The king made a gesture which took in his planet, "'the other planets, and all the stars.' "'Over all that?' asked the little prince. "'Over all that,' the king answered for his rule was not only absolute, it was universal. And the stars obey you? Oh, certainly they do, the king said. They obey instantly. I do not permit insubordination. Such power was a thing for the little prince to be marvel at. If he hadn't been master of such complete authority, he would have been able to watch the sunset, not... Forty-four times in one day, but seventy-two, or even a hundred, or even two hundred times, without ever having to move his chair. And because he felt a bit sad as he remembered his little planet which he had forsaken, he plucked up his courage to ask the king a favor. I should like to see a sunset. Do me that kindness. Order the sun to set. If I ordered a general to fly from one flower to another, like a butterfly, or to write a tragic drama, or to change himself into a seabird, and if the general did not carry out the order he had received, which one of us would be in the wrong, the king demanded, the general, or myself? You, the little prince said firmly. Exactly. Exactly. One much require from each one a duty which each one can perform, the king went on. Accepted authority rests first of all on reason. If you order your people to go and throw themselves into the sea, they would rise up in revolution. I have the right to require obedience because my orders are reasonable. Uh, Then... "'My sunset?' "'The little prince reminded him, "'for he never forgot a question once he asked it. "'You shall have your sunset. "'I shall command it. "'But, according to my science of government, "'I shall wait until conditions are favorable.' "'When will that be?' inquired the little prince. "'Hmm.' Hm, replied the king. Before saying anything else, he consulted a bulky almanac. Hm, hm, uh, that will be about, uh, about, uh, that will be this evening about twenty minutes to eight. And you will see how well I am obeyed. The little prince yawned. He was regretting his lost sunset. And then, too, "'He was already beginning to be a little bored. "'I have nothing more to do here,' he said to the king, "'so I shall set out on my way again. Oh, do, "'Do not go,' said the king, "'who was very proud of having a subject. "'Do not go. "'I will make you a minister.' "'Minister of what?' "'A minister of, of justice.' "'But there's nobody here to judge.' "'Oh, we do not know that,' the king said to him. "'I have not yet made a complete tour of my kingdom. "'I am very old. "'There's no room here for a carriage, and it tires me to walk.' "'Oh, but I've looked already,' said the little prince, "'turning around to give one more glance to the other side of the planet. "'On that side, as on this, there was nobody at all. "'Then you shall judge yourself.' "'The king answered. "'That is the most difficult thing of all. "'It is much more difficult to judge oneself than to judge others. "'If you succeed in judging yourself rightly, "'Pen, you are indeed a man of true wisdom.' "'Yes,' said the little prince, "'but I can judge myself anywhere. "'I do not need to live on this planet.' "'Hmm.' Hmm, said the king, I have good reason to believe that somewhere on my planet there's an old rat. I hear him at night, then you can judge this old rat. From time to time you will condemn him to death. Thus his life will depend on your justice. But you will pardon him on each occasion, for he must be treated thriftily. He's the only one we have i replied the little prince do not like to condemn anyone to death and now i think i will go on my way (gasps) no said the king but the little prince having now completed his preparations for departure had no wish to grieve the old monarch if your majesty wishes to be promptly obeyed he said he should be able to give me a reasonable order He should be able, for example, to order me to be gone by the end of one minute. It seems to me that conditions are favorable. As the king made no answer, the little prince hesitated a moment. Then, with a sigh, he took his leave. I made you my ambassador, the king called out hastily. He had a magnificent air of authority. The grown-ups are very strange, the little prince said to himself as he continued on his journey. All right, we'll move on next time to chapter 11. The little prince visits the conceited man. (laughs) And that will be coming up on our next stream. Very nice. (laughs) Oh, man. That was fun. The Little Prince is a great book. Thank you so much for the uh, folks who voted for that because uh, I'm very much enjoying reading that, uh, reading that book. It's a lot of fun. All right, guys, uh, I'm out of here. Thanks. We're a little early tonight, but that's okay. Uh, we covered a whole lot of stuff tonight on the show, and I really appreciate your uh, popping by. Don't forget to stop by and give us a subscribe, rumble.com. I'm not wearing pants. You can see the video version of our show if you are listening on the podcast, on uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you may listen. Thank you for your subscriptions and your downloads. Really, I'm... I'm wow. I'm so grateful. I'm, we're getting great numbers for that. Uh, rimba uh, rimba Atcher Live. Thanks for the bedtime story. You are welcome, and thank you for... Uh, <laughs> Thanks for joining the stream. I appreciate it. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, we got some new listeners out there tonight and new viewers. I know that because I got some messages before that uh, some folks are going to be tuning in. So thank you for doing that. Appreciate it. We'll continue with the Little Prince next time. Wherever you may be uh, around the planet, enjoy the rest of your work week. And I will be back on Wednesday night, 10 o'clock Malaysian time for yet another I'm Not Wearing Pants. Uh, That's the name of the show because I'm Jay Sheldon and I'm not wearing pants. Good night, everybody.